Yeah, yours is fine. Uh, okay. With the, with the wonders of Windows 10. Windows 10. Dude, I, I almost cracked uh, <laughs> like 48 hours ago because all the little shit that doesn't come up on the radar because you're focusing on the big things like taxes and, I don't know, getting the fucking edits in for the book, huh? Am I right yeah. on that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Who can write faster than people can read? This guy can. Certainly more than I can read. <laughs> I just... I just smile and I don't think of what could be. I just, I'm just so fucking happy right now. And then the piddly shit added up and I just took a day off. I watched two movies. Which one? That, uh, Father Goose. No, I'm sorry. I watched Father Goose at night. Three movies. But by myself, I watched two movies. I'm like, that's it. Fuck it. Because I was getting stressed. GF's not um, around or something? Yeah, it was during the daytime. She oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is just me saying, fuck it. And um, I watched Hang 'em High with Clint Eastwood and Big Jake with um, what's his name? The John other Wayne? Western guy, John John Wayne. Yeah, yeah. And they're all right. They're all right. They weren't bad. But and then the next day I woke up and there was three times the amount of work to do. It's just like fuck. Is it asshole consulting or is it part of the? Book? No, no. This is small shit. Like paying property taxes, HOA, getting approval. I mean, that's just the house. That's just the house. <clears throat> then there's taxes. Um, then there's like, okay, I got to edit this. Oh, you can't have that image on the on the book before we sell it and all that other stuff. Just this piddly shit that predominantly lies on other people. It's and, rough. Um, yeah, and it just, <laughs> fuck. It was either, so yeah, I uh, I feel a little bit better today. Um, but there's the day is coming, I think, where that house is going to be done. And I'll be like, no, GF, you're cooking food and we're not going out. <laughs> so I don't have to work all the fucking time. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's just it, it, I, I was I was angry and I, I backed myself away from the from the precipice. Um, oh, and then just Windows 10 shit. You know, like, God, not kidding. No. Not, would you like to have a day off, Chad? Yeah, I can't have a day off for another two months. Right, right. It, it's, it is the, not, we all use the federal government or the state government and taxes uh, as the example of you're, you're making people <clears throat> at minimum waste three days of their time. We should have a sales tax. I don't care if it's a progressive sales tax. What the fuck are you requiring people to put all this documentation and proselytize, or not proselytize, prostrate themselves in front of the government. Like, here's how much I make. I, I think I could kind of prove. It's like, how about you just collect the money on fucking sales? Like, let Walmart do it. And then <clears throat> there's all these benefits that come with it. Like, you know how much money's coming in the, the uh, coffers. So you don't have to like, like, oh my God, we got a shortage. We got to go get some funding. But nobody has to waste their time. But then when another entity like Google, hey, we've changed our layout for the third fucking time in a year. What was wrong with it the previous two times? Oh, nothing. It's just, it's just better. It's like, oh, did Punjab, who wants a big American booby, say that? Punjab. <laughs> and then Windows Windows 10, you know, Windows 7 is working fine. It's, it's the B-52 bomber of the American Air Force. And uh, no. And so now I had to like reinstall a bunch of drivers. My video editing software no longer works. Like it doesn't recognize because Chad, do you remember MPG files? I do. Yeah. Yeah. You think they're still in use? 
Uh, I don't think so. I mean, not if you got Windows 10, it ain't anymore. So, like, my record, this wonderful camcorder everyone's giving me shit about, this records an MPG. Yeah. I can't use this anymore, which I know is an ecstatic feeling for many people today with my, what, 780 <clears throat> DP? What the hell is this thing? I don't know what it is. Um, but now I got to figure a workaround for this. And then the audio was coming in too loud. So basically, it took a full day of labor for me to fucking up all the the computers i kept one as a backup for exactly this fucking case because i knew shit was gonna go wrong has it has it 10 been out for a while yeah it's been out for a good while so maybe it should be like streamlined a little bit and they'd have mpg files working oh i don't know if that'll keep the boys abroad uh i know <laughs> i don't want to be american boobies <laughs> what the fuck's going on how are you i hope you're in a better mood than me I'm okay. I mean, you heard me kind of bitch about this yesterday. Why is it so hard for people to follow instructions? Like, is it really so hard to take an extra 30 seconds to do what I'm asking people to do? What's so hard about that? It's they, I think people do a lot of compartmentalized thinking like ants here. This person has, <clears throat> they skim it. They skim your request. They don't go through the details and the actual verbal language of the sentence and it's like, uh, okay, yeah, I see what his point is there. And I'm very guilty of this when I read through my own writing. I'm like, yeah, that's the point I was trying to make. It's like, no dipshit, Clary. You're not trying to get the point you make. You already know what the point is you made. You're looking for typos and mistakes. And so there are errors rife within it. So I think people do this node thinking where it's like, oh, yeah, that's what he's trying to say. Yeah, I'll get it to him. They just think taxes. They don't think, oh, only corporate taxes. And so that's that's where the, the detail is lost. So instead of mm -hmm. going through it, um, instructions like a computer does code, people's brain patterns or whatever you want to call it, it, it fills in. Like when you read, you don't read every individual letter. You actually just look at the, yeah. the pattern on the top and you, your brain fills in the rest. So I think that's that's what it is. I don't think it's malicious. I just think it's no, no, no. accountants. Yeah, they're not doing it to piss me off. It's just it would make life so much easier for me and them if they would follow my instructions. I mean, I can right. get it done quicker if you don't. And cheaper. Yeah, and cheaper. Yeah. It, it'll take me less time to, to do it. I got a guy in Arkansas just sent me an email request over at Asshole Consulting, and he's got a he's got a damn fine business that he makes. I don't want to say what it is because he hasn't mm -hmm. agreed to pay and I don't know what he wants known or not, but he's a, <clears throat> he's a skilled tradesman and he wants to expand his business. Now guess what, he, what that requires. Uh, I'm going to guess it requires um, other people to, people to help him do it. Yeah. I and mean, he's like, I can't find good people. I'm like, yeah, there are none. <laughs> there are none. There are no good people. The best you can hope for is somebody that, that specialized or focused or ended up being pigeonholed into a, a realm of a specialty, which which default happens by its own. You know, somebody goes, works cash register, somebody's an accountant, somebody's a surgeon, whatever. <clears throat> Take them out of that field, man. They're fucked. They're just, I, got a, they're... I got a, a little quiz for you. Mm. Um, I like quizzes. Boy, I'm yeah. good at quizzes. All right. As long as it's not English you're reading, I'm good at them. What do you, I want you to, Break your guesses. I want your guesses at the breakdown of my job. It's supposed to be, you know, 90 to 95% actual tax prep and planning analysis. Sure. And then right. five to 10 is, you know, administrative things sure, like communication, that. Communication, whatever. Yeah. Right. What do you think? What do you think it actually is? 
Oh, it's maybe half actual tax work and the other half is communications uh, because either you're initially communicating or somebody fucked up or there's missing information. Yes, I, at, at most half your time is actually doing taxes. Yes. And the reason it's so bad is because like, I'm not asking them to reinvent the wheel. I'm just saying you do this, you do that. Only send it to me when you have everything. It'll go in this. Uh, it's just, dude, I'm coming around to your thinking about how people just, they can't get it right. They just can't. Well, if you ever look at my responses that come from Asshole Consulting, they're all pretty standard template, mm. but they are very precisely chosen words. And not only because the instructions are in there, but I capitalize the same words all the time. I mm. highlight, I bold. <clears throat> and the reason why is because I know the human brain is going to skip over that part. They're yeah. going to see the link and immediately, oh, that's where I pay. Corresponding payment. Also capital. Let me know which one you wanted and when you make the payment. You have to handhold people and channel them into very narrow, precise tasks. Otherwise, the system won't work. I'm a babysitter. Did you even read that email? Or I sent two emails at the beginning of the season where I'm like, you know, this is how I want you to do it. And if you're a corporate filer, you know, follow these instructions. It's okay if you didn't, because I don't think anyone really read. I, I didn't. But because because I didn't well I, I have you on the phone all the yeah. time it, I'm, and I did it last year so I didn't I, yeah. I was kind of like oh this is just a mass email he sent out so why um, is it that people that I've done it for several years still have doing trouble it? with this yeah I'm like what the fuck what well, did you have a conversation with them I've sent some admonishing emails just earlier today actually I'm like hey don't you remember that we separate everything and you don't just email me one document at a time? You know, right. you remember you're not supposed to do that, right? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're not mission critical in their eyes is what I think it is. You're a one. You're like the dentist, you know, like a twice a year, once a year thing. And oh, yeah. OK, whatever. I, mean, I my understand. Teeth. Yeah. I do. But this is this is their money. You know, their I, finances. Are so, you charging more for I am now charging more. Good people who do this now am i telling them that no because if you're making my life harder and you yes. won't even follow my instructions and you're gonna yes. have to pay for that yes see i'm the, becoming an asshole you're, you're slowly <laughs> becoming i'm very proud of you you Thank even you. you even lost faith in it see were we right where did <laughs> wasn't our jadedness and our cynicism proven correct about the girl yes yes yes, yes. Mm, I wish I could talk about that. I publicly. wish you could too, but but we could just generally say your tall girl is no more. Can we just say that? We can say that, and we mm -hmm. can also say that what I suspected about her but never really wanted to talk about or ask, mm -hmm. oh, I was dead on. I yeah. was dead it fucking was, on. <laughs> was it for a reason <clears throat> that we kind of could have all predicted or was one of the top main reasons it was going to happen or not happen, I guess we shall say? As soon as I got to talking about certain subjects with mm -hmm. her that I deliberately ignored, mm -hmm. um, it became apparent that yeah. this is this is a no go. <laughs> yeah. There's there's nothing wrong with living like, dude. You need a break. You need to just have that little bit of hope. You know that little bit of porn in your mind, like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is. And it's not even like porn, porn. We're talking like, hey, she's a nice lady who X, Y, and Z, and maybe maybe she isn't. Uh, uh, a student loan indebted feminist or anything like that. And and now you're just kind of like, and, and once you've had yourself the little la la land and you got to get back to work, you got to get back to the real world and realize, oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's I just, I just wish you could have been a fly on the wall, you know, when these discussions were taking place on Saturday. <laughs> what, 
would it have surprised me? I mean, it would be, no. yeah, it would have been the same old, right. I, it would have disgusted is, you actually. <clears throat> okay. It, it would have discussed, maybe she was more of a variety of, of problem X that I thought, but yeah, it's sad. And here's the reason why this is sad. I do actually feel bad for these women, but men as well is when you are so utterly reliable and predictable that a, a dipshit guy on the internet who happens to be a buddy of a guy you're dating <clears throat> can predict it happening months in advance. What does that say about you as an individual? That you don't have any independent thoughts. Right. Like you're and, just... <sighs> and there, what, it, what it really means is that there's no humans. I mean, I know she's biologically a human. I know she probably has had an independent thought about the color blue. But when it comes to big life important issues, we are mass producing these automatons out of school, out of college, uh, even <clears throat> quasi in their career that you're not unique. You're not. I mean, the, the woman has no more interestingness than this camcorder even this camcorder i'm sure employs some amazing optics technology i'm unaware of but these matches these matches are just as independent i mean it, it's just you know and so how can you get excited about not only your fellow human but other people in general they can't follow instructions chad and even right. one that you're like wow here's a gal that's pretty now one thing that was open-minded she did date a shorter guy we got to give her that much right sure I, right I, and then you're happy about that, like, hey, this is potential and independent thinking. No, <laughs> no, dude, and it just... was just, I mean, it was like, a, it's like you went bowling and she started to metaphorically, you know, knock down pins and it, she kept knocking down more and more pins until I'm just like, yeah, I no more. <laughs> we we are the wrong. Uh, yeah. Wrong well, that's how it, that's. And, and <clears throat> do you see that tweet by some gal? who, you know, all I wanted to be was a stay-at-home mom raising yeah. babies. Did and then know? why am I in student loan debt, da-da-da, working yeah. for a job that I don't like? And the, the day might come that you're, you're uh, I hate to say ex, but the girl you dated a little bit. Yeah. Uh, she, she might come to that epiphany. Maybe never. She'll just be confused forever. Um. I think you guys will like the spinster chapter of the book I wrote, but will be published by somebody else. I don't think he's changing that part. Um, but it, you know, I, I, I find it just a, a tragedy, a real tragedy that out of 160 million American women, or, you know, let's just say the 50 million that are within your dating range, all of them are just brainwashed to be no more interesting or no more complex than, um, than this smartphone. And then even this, I hate to say it, the smartphone employs technology than a business card. You know, it, it's, you could be predict what, what value do you bring to the table? If you're not interesting or unique, if you're just like right. everybody else and you're going to say the same shit and of all this, we're strong, independent. We think of our brains. It's like, why don't you use your brains and actually think differently? Why don't you come up with an opinion that's different? And, and it's not. There might literally, there may as well be nothing up here because they are robots. They're operating from a program. They're going to do their career. They're going to do this thing. They're going to spout this politics. They're going to vote that way. They're going to spend that kind of money. <clears throat> and you can't, I don't know how you fall in love with something like that. Right? I mean, yeah. it just, it's like, you know, when something just smells like shit and then you're just yeah. kind of like, nope, 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 nope. nope. Hey, so. look, 
at, at least this one wasn't calling cops on you and getting her dad right. to try and trap you. Okay. This one, it sounded like maybe the heart was in the right place. And she, I still found it cool. She dated short guys. That's kind of cool. She did. Now I'm not going to go into this and I didn't mm-hmm. do anything wrong or mean, but yeah. she did. She did block me on all social media because of, what? I can't say why. Yeah. I don't think I should say it. I'll tell you. Well, said, tell me afterwards. I, yeah. Okay, maybe she isn't so strong and independent. <laughs> but I mean, I just want to tell people like like I literally did absolutely nothing and then, you know, block. So <laughs> There you go. That's yeah. I No, I'm sorry, Chad, but I It gets to the point you don't have the energy cuz you you'll here's what's going to happen, boys. You're going to start off the gates with a lot of fuel in those tanks, a lot of fuel, and you're going to blast through the atmosphere, but you will run out of fuel. You will get tired over the decades. You will run out. You won't have the energy. And then it's, you're going to have so little energy left and, and patience, I guess is a better word. Patience, patience, like you're, and, and there's now opportunity costs. You get to be old farts like me and Chad, practical boomers. I and mean, we're, we're fe- effectively honorary <laughs> boomers, aren't we? Well, I'm just glad we're not millennials, you know? Well, that's very glad about that too. But yeah. also there's opportunity costs. Like there's a cost to your time. Like you could do something else. And now Tiddlywinks is all pissed off because you guys went bowling, and I don't know what it was that caused it this time, but this middle school bullshit, you don't have the time for it. And and it saps you of what little energy you have. So what is a very good position to get to is to just totally get rid of your expectations. Just to limit, I mean, just just expect what's going to happen. And then if it, if it goes the other way, be very excited it went that other way. So, you know, obviously I'm doing nothing but work for the next, like, two months and one week, right. okay? Mm-hmm. I'm committed to having just slightly more of a balanced life during this time. I want to see if it's possible. The mm-hmm. thing is, you got to be pretty awesome in order for me to like stretch my schedule like that. And when you start using the word misogyny over and over again, then I, I got enough <laughs> for you. I don't know about you, man. I loved it when women talked about the misogynies. Misogyny. The, the misogynies. God, I love I it when, that. man, nothing turns me on more than that, than politics and misogynies. <laughs> I learned something, uh, you know, just a few days ago. or I, I didn't know, but guess guess what I was informed? Get this. Uh, that, uh, I don't know, you have, a, you have institutional privilege. No, you, you have, what do they call it, unconscious, unconscious institutional race, something. You have original sin that you're unaware of. Do you know why Hillary Clinton did not win the 2016? Election? I was going to say the Electoral College, but is there a different? Is there a different reason? Misogyny. It's all about misogyny. That's people, it. It was just people the misogynies. like me. Yeah, I said I find her terrible and obnoxious, and that meant I was a misogynist. That's all it meant. So <laughs> it's my fault. My fault that she didn't get elected. Could have just have been she was a grade A bitch that nobody liked. See, I even could, it be, put it, could it be that she stole the fucking primary for Bernie Sanders? Could that be anything? I said all these things and, you know, softer argument and everything. Nope. Nope. Misogyny. <laughs> so there you go. All right. I hope she has fun with her cats. I hope. I hope. Uh, she has a dog. But same thing. Same difference. Yeah. And, and the, her life. I'm not actually criticizing this, but man, her life kind of revolved around taking care of that dog. But that's okay. I'm not. Well, dogs do know. take requirement. Yeah. They're they're no yeah. light obligation. Yeah, yeah. they're I mean, not. At least cats. she takes care of it. At least she yeah. does take care of it. That's a good thing. Full credit for that. Yeah. 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 No, I. <clears throat> I just you know okay. Have fun. Have <laughs> have fun. I 
I'm going to be really curious about the, if you guys want to take a bet, but it's not too big of a bet, you go into industries that are vital to the egg freezing industry. I don't know what chemicals they use or if BASF makes those chemicals or if there's a, a, a particular type of plastic that goes into the test tubes, whatever it is that's mission critical to freezing eggs, you boys would not be too unlogical to maybe toss a couple bucks you could lose into those industries. Like an yeah. egg freezing industry mutual fund or something like that. Um, by God, they like what? I said, they're not human. It's just so sad. They're not human. It's 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 all what they've been programmed. That's it. And, and I have to put this on record first. Mm -hmm. um, I I simply did not vote in the 2016 presidential election. You can criticize me for that. That's fine. But I just you didn't even vote. No. Wow. Okay. Go ahead, it's like, still misogynies. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I informed <laughs> that I didn't do that, like, I, I'm i the enemy, apparently, for not voting. It's ridiculous. You didn't, you didn't even vote for Trump. And, yeah. and, and I... It's my fault. Dude, it's my fault. Did you know? I know it's... But it, it's your fault. What, this good economy going on? I mean, it's not the greatest economy, but it's... It... Oh, we didn't even get that far. We were yeah, just I know, I know. I know. Yeah, you're probably by that time you're like, ah, hey, look, wow, I got a thing. It's, yeah, oh. I got more uh, for you, but when we get offline, when we get um, off, all right, let's <laughs> let's go through the podcast or the sponsor. Let's go through super chats. the super chats. All right, ah, the bearded nemophilist for five bucks. Uh, Cappy and Chadwick, hello. Aaron, my friend Jamie did my avatar check. Check him out on the Punksthetic YouTube channel. He does great uh, work if you like his style. He does do good work. I like I like that avatar. That's real. He's like RJ. You know, there's a little bit more yeah. effort than yeah. No, I like that a lot. That's so Punkthetic YouTube channel. Like the glasses. That's cool. Um, yeah. And then. Um, I, so for two bucks, this is his next one. And I have a question after this. Uh, well, Chad looks like a real boy now with that beard. I, I just want whoever's listening, if you're up for giving me an, an opinion, should I sort of keep this thing or do you think it's better if I get rid of it? I genuinely would like to know. I thought you just had it for the girl to make her happy. That's part of why. And now I don't have to make her happy. Right. Anymore. So now I'm curious and I just want to see what everyone else thinks. Well, do you like it? So, I like it, but at the same time, you know, it's sort of a pain because you got to, you know, shave here and make sure it's not sticking out. Yeah. And um, I don't know, that's a bit of a pain, but I want to see. Thought, I thought that's what all the cool kids like Seth Rogen were doing, was just growing this big, bushy ass, ugly beard. And, yeah. Uh, do you have to put uh, wax or something in it or cream? No. I'm get, I'm looking at the. A couple people said keep it, and then a couple others said shave it. Um, I don't know. We'll see. It's a, it's up to you. I would shave it. Shave it. Your yeah, because it, it, you did it for her. It's kind of a pain in the ass. I mean, if you're really lazy, you don't want to shave it. Don't. I, you're not going to go find no tail. Well, so, yeah. well, I mean, one positive, I'm sure you know this, like it does help in the winter, you know, when it's windy okay. outside. Um, but yeah, somebody said it doesn't look good. And then a half hour later, somebody said, well, it makes your face fill out a little bit, which is good. So I don't know. I okay. Here's the problem. It's it's like women in the movies now. It's been ruined forever. I look at it, you know, like, oh, I would oh, Chad's got a pretty full beard. And in 1987, that would have been a full beard. Okay, now you know what it is? What? Millennial douchebag. Shave that fucking shit off. That's what I would yeah. I mean, you, you look like a hipster. 
I don't want to hipster. Yeah, well then don't get rid of that fucking shit. I mean, it's 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 uh, crazy in the co- it's it's seriously like an even split in the comments. But yeah, I we'll see. What well, does it look bad? I just when I look at it, I'm like millennial hipster douche. That's what I look at. And, like somebody in here, Maxwell says, "I'm bi slash gay." I'm telling you, I would never hit on you with that beard. So that's yeah. The gay guys like the clean boy toys that I do know hanging out with my buddy uh, Khan and uh, hanging out in the gay community as I did. They they like the clean shaven. It looks uh, like it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. They're they're hey, you got to hand it to the gay guys, man. They keep their bodies in shape. Uh, they are they are always working out and uh, grooming very well. It's uh, it's sad when gay guys are more masculine than your average straight guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. These are good comments. Like later on, I'll read through what you guys said just to see what you think. So that was all. Keep going. We got them up on the oh, nonstop trade. Nonstop why, why do tray. I have you here? What? For your beard? Hell for no. my beard. And for stories about misogyny. I love uh, I love the stories because it's just like, it's not me who's suffering. It's just like, oh, I mean, it's your I chance. wasn't suffering either. Um, nonstop Dre for two bucks. Morning, gents. Word of the day, stoicism. I like that. I like stoicism. stoicism. Yeah. Word of the day. Yeah. And then let, Dre me ask you, let me ask you this. Drawing from Dre's comment there. Was this letdown less painful than letdowns in pasts? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Right. Because yeah. your expectations were tamper, or tempered, correct? And I wasn't super emotionally invested or anything. So. Right, right. But you, you were guarded. We said, hey, we've seen this happen before. And because yeah. I remember, you know, and I'm sure you remember when you were younger, there'd be this girl and she was really cool and she was hot and she liked you and you get all excited and then she was gone or, yeah. oh, I got it. Oh, I went back with my ex-boyfriend or whatever like that. It It saves you building up the expectations and then in crush later on. So I think if you can use everybody who's watching this can view this as an example, a lesson on like, look, you don't have to go through the one that there's the shoe is always going to drop. The other shoe is always going to drop. There's always going to be a drawback. There's going to be something fucked up and wrong. Yeah. Don't get, don't get your emotions. Don't get your expectations. Don't even get your hope uh, built up into it. Just play it even and until she proves it then get invested. But I think you did this admirably. I think this is a textbook example of how. Thank you. Yeah. Well, seriously. I mean, think about it. it you're not like, oh, man, I need a day. I mean, there'd be days like you're like, oh. I mean, your job would be really down. And now it's just like, yep, that's what happened. And you just keep on chugging along. I was a little bit down about it for one day, one day. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up the next morning and felt fine. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it, yeah. it happens. It's. Let's see what else we got. Nonstop oh, trade again. <laughs> Good, Chad. Starting to get it. Just give up hope. Uh, you know, <laughs> I would say you're wrong, but you're not wrong. <laughs> Isn't Dre like 22 or something? He's just a kid. Yeah, which like, I mean, he's, he's getting he's it early too. Way ahead. Oh, here's Rodrigo. Oh, with God. his with All his right. Brazilian reals. Let's check right. the exchange rate on that again. Um, okay. 16. Cappy, $1 equals $4 Brazilian money. Okay, so we got right. four bucks here. We got four um, bucks. Okay, thanks, Rodrigo. Last time you mixed it up with South Africa money oh. and yelled at me for giving you peanuts. Ha ha. If you could reform, this is a good question. If you could reform public high school in the US, what would you do? I'd go to a certification system. <clears throat> I would, it, by the time you enter high school, you are 14, right? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can you can watch over yourself, right? You don't need teachers to watch over you, right? 
Sure. I give every kid an option. You can study on YouTube, take these tests online. Here's your certification. You pass your test, you get yourself a high school diploma. Hmm? Like, here's the standardized test. If you pass them, you get your diploma. I don't care if you study for six months as a 14-year-old and at 14 and a half, you graduate from high school. You just got to pass these tests and these things. I mean, it would be arduous. It wouldn't just be like this, you know, 100 question, you know, multiple choice quest uh, test. But it would be like, nope, you could teach yourself however you want. You must study these things. Here's the outline. Here's books. Here's material. We are not having any fucking buildings with fucking teachers or fucking buses or the fucking infrastructure or the admin or the counselors or the teachers <sighs> or the, the therapist. Nope. Here. Stay <laughs> at home. Study. Uh, there'll be, there'll be public. I'd even, I would even maybe make public money available for like, you know, sports ball. Sports like ball. kids, yeah. Like if kids want to play high school uh, age hockey or football or whatever, Basketball, I'd yeah. be okay. I'd be like, all right, all right. We, you know, I think there's there's a little bit of purists would disagree with me on that. They can form their own leagues. Yes, I suppose they could, but with the literally six hundred billion a year we'd save, I think we could afford a a sports arena or two. I'm talking, you know, high school size. We're not talking. Uh, you know, the United Center or anything. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I would just, there'd be, it'd be all all self-certification. Like, okay, you got out of middle school. You're old enough to take care of your house and not burn down the house. Um, I don't care where you're studying. If you're at the coffee store, you're at home, you pass these tests. You got to pass all these tests. And when you pass those tests, you'll graduate with a high school diploma. And then you can apply for college if college would even exist when I'm king. I have a much more like micro approach with this. And I'm sure you've talked That's about pretty micro. Before. I just got rid of all the buildings and teachers. Well, I, like I was thinking, why do we not teach kids when they're like 15, 16, 17 about like financial responsibility, budgeting and taxes? Like, why can't we just have a, a course that goes through these? They should chat, know this stuff. Chat, chat. There's yeah. two main reasons. Okay. You can figure this out. One is practical another is political what's the practical reason we don't teach kids taxes or budgeting or savings in high school <clears throat> or well, middle school I, it's it's probably because they're not actually earning their own money you know no, they're no, still no, up there no, no. no who's teaching them i see people who our, can't our even lowest do that. iq yeah. of all college graduates are teaching them people okay. who can't even do it themselves people who can't yeah yeah i'm, I'm majored in education oh my goodness why can't money just fall from that you think those idiots know what an ira is no or what no, 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 a, no, no. what a roth versus a traditional is you you think they have any clue Right, that's one main reason personal finance is not taught in the schools because teachers are fucking morons. And I do mean that most of you teachers are fucking morons. But don't feel bad. Most of the population is fucking morons when it comes to finances. That's why everybody's up shit creek and you all want a few percentage who actually produce shit and spend less than we make to bail you out because you're a bunch of parasitic fucks. So fuck you, teachers. You don't know how to teach personal finance because you're, I guarantee you, Chad, if we audited their tax returns and their personal balance sheets, you think there'd be like, what percent would be, have a positive net worth? Well, judging by my clients, less than 10%. Yeah. I mean, less than, teachers. Yeah. 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 Less, less than 10%. And you take out their house that just magically went up in value. How many of them are on track to retire at the age of 65? How many? They're, they don't know how to save money. They're teachers. They couldn't do. That's why they taught. They don't live in the real world. They live in la-la land. Okay. What, so, what gets me is like <clears throat> a lot of them, why do you have so much student loan debt? 
to be a teacher. And I'm not even criticizing teachers. I just don't understand why you would accrue that debt and you're not going to make a lot of Well, had you books. read my book and edited it as if you were a good friend, as opposed to <laughs> the mere average friend you are now with parents who like take care of me, um, you would have gotten to the chapter where this is one of the evolutions or the epiphanies I realized. Um, kids no longer go to school. Like I figured out why kids go to school, uh, college, even though it's a, a horrible, you could put a price tag of a million dollars, they'll still go. And the reason why it's prestige, it's status, it's it's to have the college experience. That's what kids are really going for. And parents yeah. are pushing their kids to go there because the parents are also fucking losers who are fucking nobodies with zero of net worth in their finances. And so they got to live vicariously through their children. So yeah. the the veneer of the, the assumption of college you're going there to get educated is bullshit. It doesn't matter. And if you could go to a more prestigious liberal arts college tucked away in some mountain somewhere, well, even more better, you know, so- <laughs> Um, these kids, the, the teachers, they'll go to some private liberal arts college, get an undergrad in a worthless liberal arts degree. But then you have to go get your teaching certificate, which is another year in some states. Mas the yeah, they have to get a master's. Yeah, a man think about it, you need a fucking master's to teach the fucking third grade. Like, I'm going to say, I think it's kind of ridiculous that if you're a student and you want to be a CPA, you have to stay another year to get enough accounting hours. But at least if you're a CPA, you have the potential to make very good money, depending on where right. you're going. And you're not parasiting off of the taxpayer. No, not typically. People willingly pay you. You're not putting a gun saying, if you don't pay these property taxes, we're going to put you in jail. We got to employ some worthless 23-year-old child doesn't know jack fuck all shit about the roots into hating you and believing socialism is great. That's what we got. That's what yeah. it is. So that's one reason they don't teach uh, finance in school. They can't. What's another reason? This is the political reason. Um, political reason. I so teachers are liberal, right? Right. For the most part, we know that. Um, is it because they don't want the students to know this type of information, so they become parasites, or what do you? Yes, thinking? if it, it, they're protecting future <clears throat> Democrat voters. Oh yeah. If any kid ever bothered to look up the federal budget, they'd shit their pants how much is pissed away on the poor. Oh, they'd be yeah. thinking like, what What do you mean we spend twice as much on the poor as we do the military? It's like, well, it's right there. Uh, uh, uh. Well, then look at the state and local budgets too. What do you mean we spend twice on the poor as we do police and state troopers? It's right there. So they don't want these kids looking up budgets or being able to read financial statements. And they don't want these kids to be able to say, wait. I, I thought I was paid forty grand. How come I'm only going home with twenty seven thousand? Like, well, because yeah. you pay a third in taxes. You did. They don't want these, and they don't want these kids to ever. Because here's another thing: if you do the math on you got to save money, what do you you know for retirement? What are you not going to do? Well, I mean, you're, you're not going to like go and blow it all the time if you need yeah. to save for retirement. But I mean, I, who they're probably not even thinking about that. At, you know, seventeen, sixteen. But that doesn't matter. They we should still teach a seventeen-year-old and a sixteen-year-old about personal budgeting and finances. And oh yeah, plan. I absolutely I, should. I, I wish I could walk into a public school, a high school. You know, I'll go after after school ends. They won't. They will not let you in. Ridiculous. They will not let you in. You could maybe do community ed, but it's uh, but you can't walk into the school. You need permission. They're going to look you up, and they're going to find out that you also advocate frugality and fiscal discipline forget being a republican or, or a libertarian or whatever responsibility you are. <laughs> yeah once once you start spewing well here's the taxes 
you know, cats out of the bag. Someone high up enough, like a principal or, you know, their apparatchik, uh, not apparatchik, their state government agent who's in there trying to keep an eye. The, the Soviets always had some kind of government agent that would keep tabs on things, on, you know, would be undercover. And if all of a sudden some teacher started talking about, let's look at the federal budget, you'd be out. You know, yeah. they'd be like, oh, Mr. Elkins, well, thank you for your time, but we're not going to be able to do this anymore. And, um, yeah, so that's what I do. I just, I would just bypass it with the internet. I bypass all of education. What you think teachers are better than YouTube? No shit. But teachers aren't better than you. You don't have to get up. You don't have to ride the bus. You don't have to deal with these lousy ass fucking shitty ass children with their shitty ass parents who didn't raise them right. You you could go your own pace. You can go your own speed. Let's say you got a little reading problem or you're not as smart. That's all right. Take your time, man. And by the way, here's an extra three hours every day. You don't have to fucking dick around on the bus, walk it back. You know. Hey, take your time, all right? Oh, do you need a little bit of help? Maybe go get a free tour. Hey, your parents just saved $6,000 a year not having to pay property taxes. They could shell out a couple thousand bucks for a tutor. Maybe your brother helped me. Your fa- Here's a crazy guy. Maybe your parents help you out with your homework. <laughs> but I mean, then, I, uh, I have seen a trend towards uh, homeschooling, mm-hmm. it seems. So that's good, right? It is, it is good, but it's nowhere near the amount. I, too many people rely on the government, not the government, the... Um, Public schools as a babysitting mechanism. Mm-hmm. That's really all it is. Because no one that that was another horribly cripplingly depressing thing. I I drew a conclusion about this book is parents just really don't love their kids. They really don't. They they really love their career way more than their children. Um, and so it's and until that happens, until fucking Bipsy with her master's degree in bullshit studies realizes her child she brought into the world is more important than her fucking make work government welfare job career at the department of uh, social services until she decides to love her children more than fucking bums on the street. Uh, this is, this is an ac- a moot and academic discussion. It's, yeah. it's not going to happen. No. Cause we could say the government can do everything and should do everything. But if parents started loving their kids more then then the government wouldn't have a say. Parents would be pulling their kids out of the public schools. Like teachers, teachers, you know what they do with their kids? Do they put them in private school? They put them in private school. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that more than once. <laughs> from from clients, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Uh, Cynic for two bucks. I'm taking my AWS cloud practitioner exam tomorrow. Do you know what AWS is? It's um I don't know what AWS is, but cloud practitioner. I know um it's uh cybersecurity IT, um like everything stored up on the cloud, and I'm sure mm. the AWS is some certification to make sure he does it right and that the <clears throat> data is kept private and, and no one can hack at that kind of thing. So good luck there, Cynic. Hope you hope you do well. Yeah. Uh, we got Dre again. Um, two bucks. Women are independent minded and college educated. Well, they're certainly yeah good college educated. Here's here's one to talk about. You hear about these white women paying black women to tell them they're racist over dinner? No. Oh really? God. <clears throat> well. Is this this is recent, but let's keep in mind here a couple things. One, it comes from the Guardian, which is tabloid. Used to be, well, it's it's leftist. It's it's a no. it's it's a un, at least they're honest. They're a leftist Marxist paper. They that's they just want other people's money, so they're honest about it. But they've become more tabloidy, British tabloidy in the past. Mm-hmm. And then when you read about this, I don't think the majority of uh, postmenopausal white women are paying the majority of black women to come and lecture them. I'm sure, you know, out of 1.5, 2 billion Westerners in the world, 
I'm sure you're going to find weirdos and crazy people of all stripes. Okay. So the internet is a very fine net and it digs up very weird things. So I think this is, this is not every woman going and doing it, but it wouldn't shock. It doesn't shock me that it is. Uh, And it's also written by a a nobody who's working for free. Her name is Poppy Noor. And once again, if you do not have as many Twitter followers as me and you're in journalism, this is not a dick again, not a dick comparing contest. If your job is to be a, a public figure and be a journalist, you should be kicking my ass in social media. You should just be dominant in social yeah. media. And this is a, a once again proving to you that journalism is dead. Uh, this gal has, I think, only 5,000 followers. You have like 10,000, <laughs> 10, right? I got 10. Again, I'm not, I'm not saying, look at me and my dick. Uh. <laughs> I'm saying for a former economist banker who does this for fun on the side... I should have my ass trounced by a professional journalist, by someone who majored in journalism, who works for an actual magazine. You should have a lot more um, um, saying it. There's good old Atham. How you doing, Atham? Oh, Atham, man. I'm a scientist. Oh, you you do look very scientific now. Look at you, a lab coat and glasses and everything. Yeah, just came back uh, from school. All right, here we go. Uh, why liberal white women pay a lot of money to learn over dinner how they're racist. And there's a picture of these two evil smug, uh, well, one's black, I think one's East Indian. Um, they're just evil, vile woman. women. Yeah, they're just evil, vile. And then there's the nervous-looking white woman with blonde hair. By a growing number of, Yeah. Just looking for it. Found it, okay. <laughs> a growing number of women are paying to confront their privilege and racism at dinners <sighs> that cost 2500 <laughs> Uh, freshly made pastas drying on the wooden banisters lining the hall of a beautiful home in Denver, Colorado. Do you get the impression this might be written by a woman? Oh, you think? (laughs) Could it be a long-ass article? Uh, Fox hunting photos decorate the walls in a room full of books. A fire is burning, and downstairs a group of liberal white women have gathered around a log wooden table to admit how racist they are. Uh, If you're leftist and, and you're still racist, is there any hope for anybody? No, no, it it shows that there's so many ways to go with this article. But one of the many ways to go with this article is to show you how dumb and brainwashed these women are and how little else they have going on in their life that they're actually going to now forfeit part of their life to a bunch of hucksters, which, by the way, ladies, if you to any of the non-white females or males out there, if you can get dopey middle-aged white women to give you money and lecture them on racism, do it. You run Operation Evil all the way. You take the fucking money. So I have to tip my hat to these ladies who are who are in on this racket. Uh, but the women who actually do, the, if, if they had husbands, if they had a real life, would, would hubby or anybody be allowing that to happen? Uh, you know what? My... My knee-jerk reaction is to say no, but dude, I've I've met a lot of like soy husbands in the last. Yeah, but year not a masculine one who's got. If if I ever came home and I found a bunch of gals in my basement lecturing my wife about how, and I found out shit, I'm like, they're all out. <laughs> they're all out. And maybe, uh, geez, you're. I mean, if it was Texas, maybe none of them would ever leave again. You know, it'd be like, oh, yeah, they're invaders, Your Honor. Uh, <laughs> There would be a divorce immediately. I don't care if I lose half my shit. I'd be like, nope, get out of here. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Um, but I don't think most of these, if they are married, they are married to pansified soy boys who would even let this shit happen. Man, look but, how ugly they are. Yeah, but if you, if you look at them, they're, they're all ugly. They're all overweight. 
Um, none of these women are, if they're happy, if they're married, they're not happily married, but most of them are single. I mean, you scroll down here, there's all yeah. the, a bunch of Karens. It's a bunch of 50 year old Karens. Karens. I love how that meme came about. Yeah. Yeah, dude, this is, oh, I would I'm not going to read through the whole thing because it's, it's way too not long. Worth it. hard yeah. No, but, uh, recently I've been driving around seeing a black person and having an assumption they're up to no good, says Allison Gubser. Immediately after that, I'm like, that's no good. This is just a human doing their thing. Why do I think that? This race to dinner, a white woman volunteers to host a dinner in her home for seven other wa often wa seven other white women, often strangers, perhaps acquaintances. Each dinner costs $2,500, which can be covered by a generous, ho generous host or divided among guests. A frank discussion is led by co-founders Regina Jackson, who is black, and Syra Rao, who identifies as American Indian. Uh, they started a race to dinner to challenge liberal white women to accept the race. Dude, I would just love to get Regina and Sarah, like, get them a couple drinks in and say, okay, come on, guys. How'd you do this? This is brilliant. How'd you? And they'd be like, yeah, man, these, these, these white broads are dumber than fuck. Because so you can choose what you identify by. I thought that. No, was... I think she actually is Sarah oh, yeah? Rao. She looks. She looks American Indian or American Let's Indian, see. whatever. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. It, the the whole it doesn't matter what these women are. They're hucksters. Oh yeah. Okay. They're 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 charlatans. All right. But I gotta tip my hat to a man. That's just great. <laughs> it's just it's like you go. You take those liberal white women's money all you, you go, man. They might even vote Republican behind closed doors. You never know. Uh, you know, if they're really smart, they set it up as a nonprofit so they don't have to, you know, claim any of that income on their personal tax return. Well, yeah, but how do you, how do you transfer the money from the nonprofit to the individual? They got to take a salary, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, so they got to pay 2500 ahead. Wow. No, not ahead. 2500 for one dinner. Oh, okay. So, but uh, a man yeah. can live on two thousand five hundred dollars a day. A day? Yeah, twenty five hundred. Let's say you had dinner every night. I think this is a side money operation for that. I don't think there's that many. Okay. See, this is the thing. This is the shock and value part of the the article. There's not that many liberal white women forking over twenty five hundred dollars of their money to be told they're racist. Yeah. Um, it's just that this one weird thing that happened out of two billion people is going to make the news. Uh, they started race to dinner to challenge liberal white women to accept the racism, however subconscious. If you did this in a conference room, they'd leave. Raoul said, "But wealthy white women have never have been taught never to leave the dinner table." What? Uh, Rao and Jackson believe white liberal women are the most receptive audience because they're open to changing their behavior. No, you're targeting them because they got money. They don't bother with the 53% of white women who voted for Trump. White men, they say, white men, they feel, are similarly a lost cause. White men are never going to change anything. Yeah, we just, like, fucking stopped the whole bunch of viruses and Nazism and communism. And what did they ever do? If they are, they would have done it by now, Jackson says. White women, on the other hand, are uniquely placed to challenge racism because of their proximity to power and wealth. Let me ask you this, D uh, uh, Chad. Do any of these women look like they'd be close to power and wealth? Uh, not just the way they look in terms of a no. physical appearance. No, no, no. Uh, they're single. That's uh, a given. <laughs> yeah. If they don't hold these positions themselves, the white men in power are often their family, friends, and partners. I, my wife ever stabbed me in the back like this? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It seems unlikely anyone would voluntarily go to a dinner party in which they'd asked 
in which they'd be asked one by one, what's a racist thing you did recently? Look at this fucking original sin. This is a fucking Spanish Inquisition by two women of color before appetizers are served. But Jackson and Rao have hardly been able to take a break since they started these dinners in the spring of 2019. So far, 15 dinners have been held in big cities. That wouldn't mean take a break. That's not a that's not. They had to go to other big cities. Um. This is about one, one and a third dinners per month. Like I said, this is not a big, let's, let's do some math here. Uh, $30,000, <clears> uh, 2,500 times 15 times, $30,000. Right. I'm trying to figure out how many women. So let's say 10 women, oh. most 13 dinner, 15, 150 women. That's not a lot. Uh, yeah, that's only 200. Out of 150 million American women. Uh, the women who sign up these dinner, dinners are not who most would see as racist. They're well-read and well-meaning. Oh, well, there we go. They are mostly Democrats. Some have adopted black children. Look at all these fucking indulgences oh, of the Catholic Church. Well, you've done this, you've done that. Many have partners who are people of color. Some have been doing work towards inclusivity. Jeez, you marry someone of a different race and you still think you're racist. Uh, but they acknowledge they also have unchecked biases. They are there because they know they are part of the problem, want to be part of the solution. Well, fucking kill yourselves, ladies. <laughs> As host Jess Campbell Swanson, because, of course, we have to have a hyphenated name. They're going to have a hyphenated name, yeah. That's a real tell. I want to hire people of color, not because I want to be a white savior. I haven't explored my need, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> Smith, it's it's a bunch of feel good crap. Um, yeah, it's it's fat, ugly white women with tattoos on the back. Do they have tattoos? Well, there's one. We don't we don't have to go. Like I said, it's it's a shock piece. Well, I see it. Yeah, because there's not that many women who are doing it. You could find a God Almighty. You can fi even find a Mexican to major in chemical engineering. I bet. But <laughs> Adam, what do you? Do you have a test? Oh, you got a cigar. Oh yeah. I thought I thought it was like steam coming up from a test tube. You actually do look like such a chemist right now. I yeah, I should to, try that, right? Right. So anyway, uh, nonstop Drake. Yeah, women are independent-minded in college education. No, no. The the most independent-minded women who you think would be. Uh, forward-thinking, progressive Democrat women are the most brainwashed sheep ever because they would let they don't even think about. Well, wait, maybe I'm not racist. That thought never crossed their mind. They're willing to pay twenty five hundred dollars to have two other gals come in and tell them why they're racist. I don't get it. I just yeah. don't. Well, it's what else are they gonna do? Like you, th well, you think there's an engineer? You think there's a real person among all these women? There are they just you know either they got a, a dopey husband that just pays them money, or they're nonprofit workers, or they're professors, and this is just the latest thing they do in their career. I was gonna say instead of doing this, why don't you put down the cheesecake, go to the gym, you know, try to improve yourself? Well, that that takes effort. Well, yeah, well we don't like look work. how look how scared they are of work. They'd rather pay someone to tell them they're racist, a lot yeah. of money too, <laughs> than actually. Get Hey, maybe we should. Well, I can't. I can't. Atham, you, you're the only one that can do it. Yeah. Actually, you can't. <laughs> any right color. Any. Well, yeah, but I don't think you got the right gender. I don't think any guy would tolerate this. Well, I can say I'm gay. There you go. Yeah, you can identify as whatever yeah. you want. Well, that might get you in on the on the women's market. I don't know if you're going to get any guys. I don't think one guy, no matter how pansified, would listen to. Uh, the only way he'd listen is if his wife was there because she'd give up the sex if he didn't attend. <laughs> 
I don't think we could walk into a group of guys. Let me tell you why you're a bunch of dickheads. And they're like, oh, yeah, here's 2,500 bucks. I think uh, Dre is next again. Let me scroll back up. Peanuts, women educated, nonstop Trey. Yeah, he's like, I don't even vote. There's too many stupid people. Did yeah. do you vote? Do you? Vote? Yeah, I vote. You know, you vote? it's it's called a, a rear guard action. I I'll slow it down as much as I can. Mm. I mean, yeah, a lot of times you're you're holding your nose and like Trump. I wasn't a big fan of Trump. I voted for him anyway. Only reason is because the guy I wanted, I was going to go in and vote on the primaries. That's how much I wanted, like, you know, and I was going to vote uh, Ben Carson, the brain surgeon, because why the fuck would we want a brain surgeon as president? Uh, and then he dropped out that day. And so then it was like, well, fuck, it was Cruz and, and Trump. Steve like, Christie, what was his name? Um, Chris Christie. Chris Christie, yeah. Yeah, New York governor or New Jersey governor. New Jersey, yeah. 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 But then, um, yeah, then it was I like, uh, is he alive anymore or did he die? He's around. He's still, I don't know, unpopular. <laughs> right. Well. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I voted for Trump because the fuck if I was going to vote for Hillary. Well, next question is pretty timely. Okay. Um, Aaron Liggett for $1.99. Why don't you guys like Trump? I mean, you did vote for him. So. I did vote. I mean, I don't hate him either. I just, I think he's crass. He's rude. He's disrespectful. I know this sounds petty and pathetic. He's not presidential. I still think it could be a firebrand. And you could be a renegade, but you you don't make fun of John McCain, whatever you might disagree with him on, about not being a real war hero. The guy fucking spent years in the Hanoi Hilton. I mean, it, so there's there's some things where, you know, the the, the it doesn't oh, hurt no, him I, in any effect. But yeah, I, mean, I agree with you on that one. I think what, I think you like that. Deserved, yeah, fuck that guy. Okay, I I don't like John <laughs> McCain. I I'm just kind of like really Trump. Really, you're gonna say that? Um, so it, it, the policies are, I'm okay with most of it. You got that tax cut in. Uh, I don't like them because we got deficit spending again. Uh, well, I know you with your, yeah, I, I understand. But he's not, he's no fucking Ronald Reagan. I mean, this isn't a guy I'm getting excited about. But I don't know. Last time I was excited about someone was Ross Perot. <laughs> last time I was excited. 1992. 1992. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, all right, nonstop Dre again. Nonstop Dre. Uh, I almost college. I almost cry for college kids for speaking the truth. Oh, probably because if you like, if you do speak the truth in a class, you're going to get a bad grade or, or get thrown out or something. Yeah, I still like the time Atham. They asked him about what was it? Some about your race or how oh, you felt, yeah. and you're like. Actually, I'm sick and tired of this. I just came here to get my degree, and then like everyone applauded him or something like that. <laughs> yeah, um, it was. Oh, guess what the class was? Diversity and dick sucking 101 or what? Political English, science. English. Oh, English. English. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, and that's right. I got a. I got a few. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, then the teacher quickly changed the topic. Right. But who <laughs> did you have to take English? Did everybody really need to take English the freshman year? Yeah, I think I speak it well. I don't know, man. Well, no, you do speak it well, but it... <laughs> and then mean, evolve... we don't need a class. We don't need a class. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that, uh... that's it. <clears throat> yeah, we're caught up there. We're all caught up. Uh, let me go through some sponsors real quick here. I just have a handful of them. Uh, MGTOW's Guide to Retiring in Southeast Asia. I'm sorry, retiring on two hundred thousand dollars in Southeast Asia. 
written by Luca Fidetti. You can go to MGTOWbooks.com and get that there. Use the promo code Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, and you get 10% off, and then that way he knows uh, that it came from me. Personal Finance 505. Actually, I'm going to put this in the chat room because, and I'm only saying this because it's true. Um, if you search Personal Finance 505 and it doesn't lead to the book, I'll put this up here. That's the link you could go to. Uh, but if you search personal finance 505 in Google and it doesn't lead to the book, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Bad. Yeah. That's bad. Right. So you just can't look this up. You have to use this link in order to find that book. So I'm going to click on it now just to see. Oh, okay. Yeah. 99.97. Yeah, I got a copy of it right here. <laughs> $99.70. How, how thick do you think it is for $99? Uh, it's probably reasonably thick, you would think. Oh, it's, it, ooh, that's thin. <laughs> I mean, do you think that's 100 bucks? Jeez. It's 100 bucks. Hey, if it may, look, if someone makes one wise financial decision, they could easily make their money back from that. Yeah, book. I guess, I guess that's But I like fair. a little, or, you know, I don't know, this one for, uh, I think it's twenty two ninety five for a fifth of the price. This is a little bit more thorough. Not that these books are in competition. I'm just pointing out to you know entrepreneurs. If you want to run ads, I'd like you to see make your money back. But you gotta you gotta have it priced right. Yeah, that's true. I, I've never seen a book cost that much. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That that wasn't like a college textbook, but right. And how how valuable are those college textbooks? <laughs> They're not valuable at all. No, I mean, athletes. Here they are. <laughs> do you? Do you have to buy new books every semester or can you like rent them? Because at the end of my graduate school, you could rent them. And yeah, then... you can rent them or you can get them from someone, someone some, uh, a friend, you know, that's what yeah. we do. Uh, but I like to keep my books, at least the ones for STEM, you know, calculus mm. and all that. I, I'm keeping those. Yeah. Are you they worried they're be... not going to, they're going to change or something or what? No, for reference. Oh, just for like to have yeah. it handy at, at, at home. There's no way I'm going to remember everything I learned last semester. You know? oh, okay. And, you know, calculus, for example, calculus three, that's going to come up later in fluid dynamics. Hmm. So uh, by then, I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I will have forgotten all of it. So yeah. I can always go back and look. Oh, OK, this is how you do it. Yeah. See, Atham's already building up that that British <laughs> library where he has his pipe and there'll be a bunch of books. And unlike everyone in the movies, he's actually read them all. I don't think the math-related books change that much. You know, math no, is don't. math. Yeah. Math hasn't changed as much over the, what, last 200 years? Yeah, like English, they can just bullshit no, their way. No, no, change. it's changed the past couple of years because of racist math. Oh, because God. Because of privilege yeah. math. Yeah, you got to bring that in. I saw in. that article where ra- math is racist. I mean... Was that Seattle? <laughs> or there's several other places it's happening. Oh, yeah. Probably somewhere on the left coast. Yeah. Uh, another sponsor, the Catholic Red Pill. <laughs> by uh, James DePrisco oh, yeah. with our good buddy Mary Jo Rodriguez up there uh, modeling. If you guys would like to Harry, Harry, hire Mary Jo for modeling, you can. By the way, I'm sorry. I told you my dad wouldn't go for it. You wouldn't go for it. I know. I no. sent the picture and your mom was like, no, nah, I don't think it's going to I'm like, okay. I tried it myself. And- have, have a boring accounting book. <laughs> I, uh, I try. I try. Uh, we also have the Pence Principle, which is at the bottom of the book stack. I'm not going to grab that. Uh, but uh, basically how not to get me too in the world of me too. That would be a mandatory. I thought it'd be timely um, with the Kavanaugh. 
Kavanaugh hearings, mm. right? And um, he, Randy was asking, like, "Oh, should I?" I'm like, "Yeah, don't expect you know once once this whole thing and President Vice President Pence is done, I think it's actually got a little bit more staying power because I don't see the oh my god I was raped, uh, or, or uh, oh yeah he touched me. I don't see that going anywhere. I see that being a booming industry that's here to stay. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, at least your ex, not your ex ex, but your most recent ex. At least she didn't like have you come to her place and then you had to film yourself to get out of it. I think that was. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll give her that. Uh, academiccomposition.com. Go to academiccomposition.com where Alex and his crack team of staff will write your college papers for you. All you got to do is go there, tell them what the topic is, give them the instructions, give them the outline, and uh, he'll have somebody write it for you so that you don't have to. Also, he's always hiring. So go to academiccomposition.com. Let Alex know that the captain sent you. And he's always hiring for writers and advertisers and marketers. Are any of those jobs fun, gentlemen? You think they're fun? No. <laughs> they are not fun. Don't go there like, oh, my God, you sucked, man. I hate writing Marxist papers. Everybody hates writing Marxist papers. Even Marxists hate writing Marxist papers. That's why they're always pissed off. <laughs> but if you're looking for money and you could do something, you know, like you're working, look, think about this one. Let's say you're a security guard, right? You're working, you know, 12 hour shift at night. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you make your $18 an hour, which is pretty fair for a security guard. That's, that's about right. What if you could tack on another $12 an hour? That's uh, pretty solid. Now you're, now you're making 60 grand a year. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to go to college for that bullshit. So I'm just saying it's something that you can add on to another job if you got the right type of job, and then you're. you're I actually, set to go. I heard from Alex recently, and he was telling me some stuff. I'm not going to talk about it here, but he's he's made some changes. I hope for the better. I mean, his yeah. business was working pretty well too to begin with, anyway. So I hope he's doing all right for his personal life. He's doing pretty well. Good, good. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I know he moved around a little bit. Yeah. That was part of his thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we also have uh, Pushing Rubber Downhill with my good friend, uh, Adam Piggott. Go to pushingrubberdownhill.com where you could get his book by the same name, Pushing Rubber Downhill. But you could also read his articles on his site, pushingrubberdownhill.com, and his podcast, which is available there in new splendiferous MP3 format. He's upgraded <laughs> to MP3s. He's really hip with the kids now. <laughs> as opposed to mp4s no he was in wave files he i think he was saying oh, the wave, wave yeah yeah you remember from like 1988 yeah the mini yeah huge data files right he, he used to save on that so now um now he saves on mp3 we don't have to worry about it you could download one of his podcasts in less than three and a half hours um, and that is it. That's all I'm going to do for the sponsors. That's all we're going to do. Um, we got a couple more, uh, super chats. Let's go through them. I want to talk about this guy from KFC. <laughs> I think it's, uh, Ben Frank. OG should be the next one. Ben Frank yep. OG. Nonstop. Train. Five bucks. Uh, yeah. Below that one. Scrolling, scrolling. Oh, Ray John's back in town. What's there we up, go. Ray John. Uh, what's your take on the coronavirus? Japan in less than a week from four to over 80. Don't care. Can I do anything about it? <laughs> no. They had no. that. So apparently there's confirmed cases here in Chicago. So, the, you know, the news people are getting everybody all worried about this thing. I'm not even giving it a thought. So uh, 
I'm not gonna. I think the regular flu kills what a quarter million a year. What is a regular that much, flu? Huh? Kill? Yeah, I mean it. It. You know, don't be old or frail. How does that song? Yeah, because the elderly are susceptible to this. I didn't know it was that yeah, that's, high though. Um, here we go. Uh, Forty-five million illnesses. Uh, between 140 and 810 hospitalizations, between 12 to 61,000 deaths annually since 2010. Okay. Wow. So when this thing breaks 12,000 in the U.S. alone, let me know. Then I'm going to worry about it. Otherwise, oh, you feel like shit, and and then you stay in for a little bit. That sounds like the flu. Yeah. Remember that whole SARS thing probably like 15 yeah. years ago? That was a whole like worrying thing, and it was nothing. Wasn't there um, like the pig virus or something? Or the swine flu? flu. Swine yeah, flu. Swine flu. I think that was the same thing. And everyone was so scared. Hang on. How many Two, people? 2003, maybe, I think is when it was. This will be globally. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the 2009 flu pandemic, 18,000 people. That's nothing. There was a flu pandemic in 2009. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know. and that was the swine flu, and it killed 18,000 people globally. That's nothing. Hmm. Oh. I think it's not the virus you have to be uh, aware of. It's, it's the fear. Um, you know, that they are closing uh, ports, and, and they're not, <clears throat> you know, you cannot go to China right now. Right, yeah. Okay, I, Oh, fine. I don't know. I wasn't going well, there, to China. There may be a few things that you will not be able to find. Maybe, you know. Wuhan, China. There's some theory that China actually created this whole thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm you get that on the shortages. If they're, you know, like N95 masks, you can find any right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're all gone. There are some funny, I mean, it's sad, but there's some funny pictures about people in China and Wuhan, like improvising for masks, <laughs> like they take water bottles or something and scrunch yeah, it up. Yeah, but they're silly. I mean, you can just get one of these and it's way better. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, if they're conveniently located in the Wuhan province. <laughs> yeah. Right. Made in Wuhan. <laughs> Wuhan. <laughs> Uh, cynic in chief for another cynic. two opinions on the failure of Iowa's caucus app. Were you even following this thing or no, I don't. I Chad, I am so angry to begin with. And I have all this shit piling up on top of things that I, I didn't really pay attention. Um, even if it is good news like this, all I know is that they're blaming it on 4chan. What? <laughs> they said, blaming it on they, 4chan? Yes. Yes. The Democrat party is blaming it on 4chan trolls, <laughs> not their ineptitude or their lack of IT. Well, it's a microcosm what's going to happen with communism. These fuckers can't run a restaurant. They're all in student loan debt. They can't run their lives. They can't even run a fucking vote. And like, and this is, this is always what happens is everybody wants to be the leader in a communist country. No one wants to do the fucking work. Zimbabwe. Hey, let's get rid of all the white farmers. Oh, you mean with the ec people with the expertise and mechanical know-how to make the farms run? Yeah, let's get rid of them because they just show up and take their white dick and, and bless the, the land with it. And then the motors just work. And then they're like, oh, can the white people come back and maybe farm, huh? It's like, no, these are fucking incompetent people. It's not 4chan. And you know what? What was 4chan supposed to do? Hack it? What, I guess you couldn't. And how many people vote? Hang on. Let's look this up. How many people vote in the Iowa caucus? I had a conservative uh, 
client in my office yesterday and he was talking about this and he said, you know, if they can't get this right, how are they supposed to get like Medicaid for all or Medicare for oh, yeah. all and all these other things, health insurance for all. Um, process <laughs> background. I just want to know how many, because what's the worst resort they could have done the for worst. tallying these votes? What's the worst that would have came to happen? If a certain somebody was actually the one that won, is that where you're going? Cause no, that, no, like, no. like, Oh, the, the counting don't work. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what what can they do? What can they do? Well, you count the votes manually. That's why. Okay, here we go. Oh. Okay, 170,000 people. All right? So you get, you get 100 volunteers, and they each got to go through just shy of 2,000 ballots, and they tally them up, and you add them up. How hard is that? Dude, Dude I just know how to do that anymore. I just, I found an app. I found an app they can use to help themselves with this. <laughs> I know. But like, how many days has this been? Has it been a week now? Uh, what, was that Monday or Tuesday? I think that was Tuesday. So it's been three, four days. What they should have done. Just And, and shouldn't you be doing a manual count anyway? You would think just yeah, for, for auditing control. purposes, yeah. right? You know, I'll make sure you're the Democrat Party because they would never steal an election from anybody for an establishment candidate, would they? Well, the guy that was in my office told me, like, <laughs> he thought, and I know conspiracy theories, whatever. He thought this was happening because it looked like Sanders was going to run away with it, and they just they do not want him to to be the nominee. So well, are they can put Elizabeth Warren in. I mean, well, yeah. well, they saw it from from him last time. Yeah, they did. Did they, did mm-hmm. they steal it from? Uh, oh yeah, totally. or, uh, no, uh, Sanders in 2016. Yeah. He was really going strong, and you know who used her money, power, and influence to neutralize him? Because yeah. Sanders was a bigot, or not bigot? He was a socialist. No, a ma- misogynist. Oh, misogynist. <laughs> remember, remember when you didn't vote for Donald Trump? You got called a misogynist. Remember that? Those are good Ooh. times. Uh, I had Ooh. some problems with that <laughs> one. It was so fun. Uh, Ray John, Ray John's the man. Ten dollars Canadian. He's stealing your idea. I no, want to make not. a living selling lies to women. I want to write a book called "Single Moms Are for Grown Men Only." I also have T-shirts to sell. Let's say stretch mark lover on it. Yeah, but there's a guy who already wrote that book. It's um Derek Jackson. Like selling lies to women. Yeah, he's he's he. This is the original him and uh. Matt Hussey? Hang on. Let me get these guys up. I know his name's Derek Jackson because it's spelled Jackson with an X. Uh, J-X-N. Um. And um, this he's a good-looking black dude. He's jacked. I think he's dating a white woman or married to a white woman. <laughs> and uh, he writes, that, yeah, single moms are for grown men only. And he, he targets desperate single moms, <laughs> uh, black predominantly single moms. Uh, and the guy has 63,000 Twitter followers. <laughs> and all the women, they, they can't see through it. They can't see through it. This guy just makes, and he's married to a white gal, I think. Uh, you think it's guy, a pseudonym or it's a real name? No, I think it's a pseudonym. Who names this yeah. kid Jackson? J-X-N, J-A-X-N. Uh, <laughs> but that's, I mean, you can see it's pandering. Um, but that's what I want to do. The problem is, well, there's no problem for him. Look at just think he makes like six times the amount of money I do. Writing books for single moms. I mean, come on. What? And it's you you don't even need a lot of intelligence to see this guy's a fraud. Mm. 
You could probably look him up and find out, oh, yeah, he is married to a white woman. Guy probably votes Republican, too. He just wants the cha-ching, cha-ching. That's all. Shame he's not a, you know, hot, young, 21-year-old uh, woman with huge cans that he'll get <clears throat> shown off. No. Uh, Seneca Chief. KP, KP is safe. Coronavirus, Coronavirus isn't affecting the Somalis. Somalis. I don't think they... Uh, I don't know what they get. I know they bring cockroaches. Somalis. Um, yeah, because they don't clean up their luggage, and then all of a sudden you'll get a cockroach infection in one of the low-income housing units. And well, Why don't you take a drive up to North Minneapolis? Isn't that where they are? No, they don't. I, I used to live in, um, it was called Ghettos in the Sky. Its official name is Riverside Plaza. But mm. the, Som- the Somalis have always been there since I've been here. Um, this is not actually new. I think just the, the rate that it's going in um, – has increased, but there's always been a, a token amount of Somali immigrants and they lived in Riverside Plaza. They still do. Mm-hmm. That's the neighborhood, which is Atham. Look this up. It's on the West side of the Carlson school of management. So you could visit, you could visit little Mogadishu and throw a rock Mogadishu. and hit the Carlson school of management. Well, that's They're right how, across the street from each other. That's how what's her face got elected. Elian Omar. Elian Omar. Yeah. She's yeah. from that district. Yeah. yeah. So she gets the university students are just like, Oh my God, I'm voting for Somali. I'm voting for Somali. I'm independent minded. And then the Somali's like, why are they letting us in? Come on, let's go. <clears throat> but yeah, that's, that's uh and that's not that bad of a neighborhood. It's, it's not that bad. You go down Franklin, it gets a little worse. That's where our first tent city formed. Um, but then North Minneapolis is, Across the river and north a good, it's northwest of that area by a good seven, eight miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's where your traditional uh, American black community is not an immigrant uh, black community. Um, and that, I don't know. I'd have to look up the crime stats. That is That has not been that bad as of recent. I don't know why. I know east side St. Paul, that's the bad part of St. Paul. That's gotten more notoriety. Did we visit any, when my visited, did we go anywhere near? We I'm trying to think we probably went close to it when we were on 394. You wouldn't see it because the, the interstate blocks it, but to your immediate yeah. North was North Minneapolis, but there's, there's no reason. It's like, it's like South side Chicago. Mm. There's really no reason to go to South side Chicago. It's like, Oh my God, I'm afraid of the black people. It's like, no, there's <laughs> nothing to do on the South side of Chicago. There's some jazz clubs. I'll grant you that there's some good jazz clubs. But it's not like the north side where that's where all the fucking shit is going on. Yeah, just stick to Green Mill. You don't have to go down down there for that. Yeah, there's nothing there's nothing really going on. And it's the same thing with North Minneapolis. I mean, it's a it's a residential community. There's a handful of bars, but there's no commercial district that you would go to otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a buddy live smack dab in the middle of North Minneapolis. And he like, we got this great deal on rent. It's dirt cheap. And I, I'm like, where is that again? He's like, uh, Lawrence and Broadway. And I, uh, I go, oh, not Lawrence and Broadway. That's, that's where you where live. My, yeah, that's, that's where, where you live. Office I'm not thinking of the Green Mill. Lawrence and Broadway. Uh, Broadway and Broadway is off the interstate. What was the cross section? Martin Luther King. No, Lord. no. I don't even think we got one of those. I know. I, uh, An old Chris Rock joke. <laughs> I forgot. It's Broadway and some, Gerard. Gerard and Broadway. Gerard. And, and we go there like, I tell you why you got a cheap rent. This is the shittiest part of town. Nice going. <clears throat> and they had their car broken into, of course. So, <laughs> uh, Aaron Liggett is the next one. He's a new guy, isn't he? Aaron Liggett. I thought I'd seen him before. Uh-huh. Um, 
$1.99. Democrats counting with common core math. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. common core. And then Juan. Hey, Juan. Juan. He was saying when we first started that he went to that wedding and it was really bad. Um, so for $1.99, thoughts on sideshows. I sometimes go to them. Fun. I, what are sideshows? I don't think I've ever been to one. Sideshow Bob? Uh, are you talking drag shows if we're talking about gay stuff beforehand? Sideshows. We'll see I if he clarifies. Sideshows. Yeah. On, we could ask, what's a sideshow? I'll yell. Alexa, what's a sideshow? Sort of similar to a circus. It's like a mine. Yeah, I, I know what an actual yeah. sideshow is. But... Dildos. Alexa, order dildos. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I got these in. Otherwise, Alexa. Ah, damn it. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Sideshow. This is official town business. The business. sideshow started at last 20 years ago. I'm, sp- I'm reading how they spelled it. In deep East Oakland, California, in the ghetto Eastmont Mall parking lot. Now it can happen anywhere that Oakland people congregate. See, this is this isn't Oakland near uh, San Fran. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this must be a San Francisco because Swan's in San Francisco. We might show up in your next city. It is an impromptu car show. We ride the strip, stunt, get at, or mingle with the opposite sex, do donut. Oh, so it's a uh, Fast and Furious type of guys. Okay. They, uh, you know, they just race their cars or something like that. I wouldn't mind going to something like that and just watching. Sideshow be okay. Yeah. Yeah. A car show is that basically it? A car show. Seems like it. Yeah. Um, so nonstop Dre, two bucks. Book idea for Aaron. Basic math for Democrats. It wouldn't read it. They nah. they just don't. They don't even want to do any. Look, how hard is it to understand the federal budget? It's not that hard if you look on the Treasury page. Look, ad- addition and subtraction, maybe division if you want to do percentages. It's not, we're talking no more difficult than fourth grade math. Too many zeros, man. No, you can you can cut off the zeros. Shit, you assume most people know the difference between a billion and a trillion, which they don't. <laughs> which they don't. So I, yeah, no, I, I cannot explain how little respect I have for for teachers, and how little respect I have for for Democrats when it comes to basic math. I guarantee you, the vast majority of Democrats, even even Congress people, they don't, they probably don't know what a trillion or a billion is unless they're sitting on the budget committee. All they know is they want more money. That's all they know. And they've never bothered to look up, well, how much are we spending now and how much can we afford? They've never looked that up. Uh, we caught up? Uh, yes. I don't see anything cool. else. All right. Uh, Paul Johnson, KFC worker, first degree class. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. KFC worker with first class degree. From college, became millionaire drug dealer after becoming disillusioned with the job market. A fast food worker built up a multi-million pound fortune selling drugs via the dark web after he became addicted to dealing in vast amounts of illegal substances. Paul Johnson worked at KFC after getting a first-class degree in business studies. Ran his postal drug business from his attic at a home in Market Harrowborough. Leicestershire. Oh, this is in the UK. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, it's in the UK. Multi-billion pound. You know, and pounds are basically two to one US dollars. So it's yeah, even that's more. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Johnson's 28-year-old wife, Leah, was said to have turned a blind eye to her 32-year-old husband's criminality 
which he funded the cash purchase of their 175,000 pound home and two cars. The drug payments were made by digital currency, Bitcoin, concerning importation ah. and distribution of almost 200 kilos of ecstasy, cannabis, heroin, cocaine, and other illegal substances. Uh, at Like a crown court, Judge Nicholas Dean QC described Johnson as a major importer of drugs. Johnson pleaded guilty to acquiring criminal property, quantity of money between 2015 and 2017, as well as supplying class A and B drugs. Leah Johnson admitted acquitting criminal property, their home, and both defendants admitted similar counts in respect of both cars. Paul Johnson was jailed for eight years while his wife was given a two-year jail sentence, suspended for two years. What was his degree in? Oh, man, it could be anything that is bad. Um, I already read it. It was No, it was business. Oh, it's in business. Uh, yeah. Which, if you're wondering how biz- business is spelled, because... Back when I went to the Carlson School of Management, it was business. Now they've upgraded it to business, which is B-I-D-N-A-A-A-A-A-A-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. Business. I thought it was spelled D-E-B-T, but maybe not. No, it's spelled C-O-C-K-S-U-C-K-I-N-G. Carlson. Carlson School of Management. Uh, yeah, I just thought it, he, he got, he got first class degree. I, I don't know what school he went to, but, uh, ends up working at KFC. It's nice to see that the worthless degree epidemic is, is all over the, the well, I'm glad they have world. KFC in England. Who knew? <laughs> Dude, it's huge over, I think in Japan and China. It's yeah. Huge. Japan is huge. Is Japan. it huge? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. You know, the Japanese. They, they, they call it Kentucky in Japan, not KFC. They just call it Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. Didn't even know what that means. Like that'd be us pl- calling a place, you know, a restaurant Kyoto. <laughs> yeah, I know. There are sushi yeah, places you know, <laughs> name that. Yeah, but usually it's just Kyoto sushi. It just said, "Hey, let's go to Kyoto." Then people be like, "What? Catch a plane and fly ungodly numbers of hours across the Pacific?" Hmm. Well, yeah, Japanese. There's a place not far from me called Little Osaka. It's pretty good mm-hmm. sushi. I have to try it out. Now I kind of want to get Poke Bowl. <laughs> go to Mariano's for that. Where's that? Is that conveniently located in Chicago? It's across the street from me. I guess they don't well, have right. it up. So in... I got to drive the eight hours with good traffic to well, get there. Well, hold up. They, they don't have Kroger or Mariano's in the Twin Cities? No. Oh, it's a grocer? Not... Yeah, yeah. It's a grocer. It's not. Um... We we have, excuse me. It started in the Adina. It was called Byerly's. And uh, <clears throat> we have Byerly's and they merged with Lund's. And now it's Byerly's Lund's. And uh, please, Kroger, don't even approach us, okay? We're so every day I need attention. Yeah. And then there's Kowalski's, and they're they're pretty good competition, but they're not Swipple. They're Polish, so we uh, we don't go to Kowalski's. It's Lunds and Byerleys. Ask your oh. buddy who he dropped off in Every Day I Need Attention. He'll tell ah, you. About I will him. ask him. Surely you guys have Whole Foods there, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. Look, I want to minimize the number of douches I see in a day. I don't need to go. <clears throat> I don't need to smell patchouli when I do my grocery. Look, the fact that I let the GF shop at Trader Joe's, because they do get some good deals there. I'll grant them that. I like the business model of Trader Joe's. But she's like, do you want to come in and shop with me? No, I want to shoot everybody in the fucking place. Just let me sit here. You want to really you can just get- see him. You can just see him walking out, all these limp dick guys and, and like these these – 
women who would pay $2,500 to be lectured at about racism. You just look at me like, you want to really have some serious problems? Go to Oregon. And then, you know, my sister only shops at uh, Trader Trader Joe's. Joe's. Man, the people in there. No, no, no. I've, I dated long time ago. I dated a hippie chick and she was a vegan and she liked me for what she was a nice gal too. Um, She took me to the wedge co-op. In the Twin Cities? Oh, God. That's all I needed to know. Co-op. Fuck. Like, oh, no. Um, All these good ones, too. There, DJ Aftershock. Uh, I've seen dunces with literal 10,000 square feet house, Ben's Z-Coop, and five kids, all while just having a BBA and being vice president at some Toyota dealer. You know, I I have a few clients who sell cars, you know, used and new. Yeah. You, you actually make a lot of money make doing money. that. Yeah. yeah. Like six you put, figures. You put the right person in the right car. Look, purchasing a car is the second lo- <clears throat> behind your liberal arts degree, <clears throat> the third largest purchase you're ever going to make in your life. Over the course of your life, unless you're an idiot, you get a master's, um, <laughs> it's going to be the second largest purchase of your life. But then again, for a lot of people, they may never afford a home. So maybe it's the largest purchase in life. In any case. If you could collect a 1% or 2% cut because you get the loyalty of people and you put them in a car that's reliable, yeah, you can you could totally make some good money as a car dealer. But he didn't have his MBA. Who needs one of those? <laughs> God. I oh, those well, just things. to say, like, these guys are working weekends, holidays, nights, so they really do work for it. Are you saying that I'm going to have an average income if I work the average 40 hours per week? Why, yes, you little lemming. Oh, I thought I was just going to make the six figs. Be a good taxpayer, huh? Uh, That's it. Um, Do you mind if I go through a little bit of fan mail real quick to clean up my inbox? Sure. This is a short one from Raphael. Uh, This is not really a request. I just really like your stuff. I live in Brazil. I've listened to many, many hours of your videos. Keep making them. Yesterday, I was sleeping in my car and traveling and listening to your videos. It was really a nice experience. Keep putting more stuff out there. You are funny as fuck. And that's from (laughs) Rafael in Brazil. Nice. The Brazilians really like you, it seems. We get, yeah, we get a fair amount of, well, Brazil's also a very populated country. I think it's 300 million. Yeah, I think it's just the same size as the United States, just a little bit smaller. Brazil population, it's really? That's a lot. Yeah, it's it's oh, two hundred nine million. I'm sorry, two hundred nine. But it's still a, you know, it's not a dinky little country either. So we get a fair amount of people from there. I'm surprised they speak Portuguese and English. I don't know what. There's no real English speaking countries down there, is there? No, they no. teach at school. Oh, they do. Yeah. When I visited, I know it's not Brazil, but when I visited Buenos Aires in Argentina about five years ago, like everybody I came across spoke English. Really? Without exception. Yeah. That's good. I like it. That's one thing I appreciated about going to France. Everyone spoke English and I didn't have to learn French. Um, Aaron, my husband sent me your YouTube video this morning. I just wanted to thank you for doing that. I wish you guys weren't so vulgar so I could play it loud enough for my children to hear, but I digress. Um, This was... A um, a guy sent me, oh, this guy, um, him and his wife are hardworking people in a European country, uh, and she decided to stay home and raise her kids, and she caught a shit ton of flack. 
uh, really? from her colleagues. Yes. So yeah. she appreciated the video. And I, I told them to say, well, I guess those aren't your friends though, are you? And look at what it's become where society is now arguing against you raising your own fucking children. I mean, you got to just step back. People are now arguing against you raising your own children. The hell is this world coming to? Well, right. Literally. Like what, what, um, you, you, you you're not going to raise your own children. Is, is the peer pressure that bad? So I'm glad we uh, convinced this young lady uh, that's okay to raise her own children. Not a question, just a genuine thank you. You can skip the rest if you're only interested in making money. I genuinely hate feminism. They are not for women. First-generation feminists were at least not anti-woman, but their work has been morphed into hatred and vitriol. My biggest frustration currently is that I have no network of other stay-at-home moms to lean on. Every time I get set up, they <clears throat> suddenly get a job. I'm supposed to congratulate them. Oh, that's so great. When I really want to scream, damn it. Now, who am I supposed to work out with? I Even she's failing. Why is she failing? Um, you got me. I'm not like, what's. I know you'd like to have friends around, but what's the number one thing when you have a kid? Well, I mean, you want to have family around too. Like what? You raise your kid. I'm sorry you lost your workout partner. That must really oh, suck. Do you want to lose okay. your kid instead? Gotcha. <clears throat> um, now, who can, play, who can my kids play with? Who can I talk to during the day? My three-year-old is not capable of stimulating conversation. No. No, they're not. They're really not. Although I do love the little three-year-old. Uh, I don't know how because you can play jokes on them and there's so much adventure you can do. I have four children. We were enlisted in the military when the kids were young and we lived simply and modestly. We were heavily in debt due to school and poor choices, but we realized there was a huge difference between wants and needs. We are now debt free except for the house. And it has taken years to get here. Simple cars, no vacations and willingness to move from our money has given us financial freedom, strong faith, belief in the sanctity of marriage, putting our family first and keeping my yap shut. No, she didn't say that. Uh, uh, has made given us peace and happiness. I'm grateful for my husband and try to support him in any way I can. The more he is able to be successful means we are successful. What a concept, huh? Like a team approach. Yeah, I was going to say that's teamwork. Yeah. Chad, why were you so sexist voting, not voting for Donald Trump? Well, I mean, I was so sexist for that because I wasn't supporting, um, you Hillary. know, Hillary. Boy, so. you got you got to pledge fealty, don't you? It's not enough that you didn't vote. For, you didn't vote for Trump. That would, I think, make her happy. Oh no, you're a misogynist because you didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. Like, how's yeah. that not like outright coercion? You know, yeah. you know what happened to me too, right? I told you about that lady. That no, you got in trouble. Uh, kinda. Uh, she asked me, "What do you think about this Kavanaugh thing?" I was like, ah, "Honestly, I don't care." Yeah. Of course, you're done because you're not a woman. I was like, fuck you. Was this your <laughs> professor? No, she was, uh, you know, she was a caving body. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but caving, weren't you saying they're all like, like boomer hippie leftists? I mean, yeah, by most far of them the youngest one. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> most of them are leftists, which is fine, you know. It's just that don't, don't, don't include me in that shit, man. Yeah. I didn't think I, leftists, I'm here just to cave. <laughs> I, I'm impressed that a leftist would actually do that type of physical activity. Right. So. No, I'm impressed too. You know, there yeah. you see some manly leftists there, yeah, but they're mm. leftists nevertheless. You'll mm. occasionally see, like in Colorado, you'll see some you know ripped leftist dudes and some gals that are in shape too. Now the girls won't be wearing makeup and they'll kind of look mm. like the guys. But yeah, there's some guys with hair buns where it's like 
Yeah, 98% of the guys with hair buns, you know, my little niece could probably take out. But that 2%, there's some badass motherfuckers where you're like, oh, yeah, you could hike across Moab in in a day and just be fine. So mm-hmm. every once in a while, you'll see a, a masculine leftist. Um, I'm grateful. <clears throat> other women just don't feel this way. It is disheartening to not find other women to socialize with. I'm not depressed. It's simply not in my nature. I just miss genuine friendship with other like-minded women. I'm tired of pretending to be happy when I lose another one to the slavery of the workforce. Well, yeah, but uh, what are you going to do about it, dear? Uh, Again, I appreciate your video. It felt so refreshing to hear you just telling all the truth. Thank you respectfully, Jen. And so we'll leave it at that. And that will go into the book archives. Hmm? I got a more interesting one I'm saving for a theoretical would-be book. Um, On well, average, how much fan mail do you get per day or per week? Oh, I don't get a full, I don't even get a full fan mail. Mm. Um, some some's happen. I think if now that blog has died down, because I used to get like at least one death threat a month, and I'd get two or three <laughs> pieces of fan mail. Now it's like like one fan mail every two months, and I haven't had a death threat in two years. Uh, so it's not as common as you think it would. Plus there's just been a proliferation of many other podcasters and bloggers that I'm not, you know, I'm not the only game in town. So, mm-hmm. um, I could imagine, you know, back in the day you used to think like when there was a radio show, like, Oh wow, that's a, that's a radio celebrity. And now it's like, yeah, well, everybody's radio. celebrity. Oh wow. That was, you know, Oh, Stefan Mullen was really big. Well, yeah, but now there's <laughs> hundreds of thousands of podcasters doing that. It's just, he was one of the first movers. He's really like, I don't know if you ever were a huge follower of his. He used to do the truth about this and that. And it was mm-hmm. great. He no longer does it. He just streams. Um, the whole business has kind of changed. Well, have you seen how much he makes per stream? He, yeah, he'll get yeah, regularly. That's why, yeah, he gets yeah. like $100 donations every time. You know. Yeah. What, yeah. really? The guy makes $100 per donation? I mean, yeah, sure. yeah. People donate like $100. And then you see like three of them, you know. Yeah, on the top the of the time. chat. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah I'm not blaming him. Too. I understand why he does it. I just miss the whole like the truth about this. Yeah, I don't that. watch him anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm going it, away. It's kind of depressing as well, you know. Well, yeah. and think about this. He's obviously targeting a much larger audience that way, so it's helping out more people. Whereas us, you know, oh, we really like you to do this massive amount of hours of research and put together this 15 minute well scripted video, which takes a shit yeah. ton of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was amazed he could produce the material he did, especially being a kid and stay-at-home dad. I was just mm. shocked at the the amount of content he created. Um, he had a he had a recent one where his daughter you couldn't see her but you could hear her. They were mm-hmm. having their own talk about some subject. It was really interesting. Oh, it was with the little kid. Yeah, for a, I guess she's either nine or ten. She had some interesting takes on some things. I was like, wow, you're definitely his daughter. <laughs> yeah, well, it's amazing what happens when you spend time with your fucking kid. And you don't leave yeah. with some like ghetto trash. Uh, what's it called? Uh, daycare provider. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to be talking about the the peace principle or what was it called the. Hmm? The justice, the violence principle. What is what oh, is it? The, where you the don't non-aggression, non-aggression principle. The non-aggression principle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Young Sykes for five bucks. Just want to throw you some money, Cappy. Thanks, Young Sykes. I appreciate it. Yeah. 
Murray Saucedo, what's your best strip club stuff? I I haven't gone to that many strip clubs. Have you guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've gone to a couple. Like, I don't have a good story, except that one of them became a client because as a joke, I said, oh, you're going to claim all these dollar bills? And then I gave her my card, and now I do her taxes. So well, there you go. That's a, Yeah. I don't know. Atham, you got a good one? Because I, I really don't. Yeah. I don't not, not comment. <laughs> oh, see, now that's, that's the best. Okay, fine. Fine. I guess we'll, we'll wait for Tijuana. There you go. No. Okay. I've never been to Tijuana. So. Uh, about the only thing I got is there's still, I, I'm pretty sure it's still, it's called the Lamplighter. And I taught at Johnson High School dance class. It was just down the strip. And another buddy of mine lived up the road from it and said, hey, let's go to the Lamplighter. And there was no cover. And it was the Star Wars bar of strip clubs. Probably still is to this day. Star and, that's, and that's what I liked about it. Like, you didn't have to buy anything. Y- you could just be there. And it was a bar with basically, you know, naked chicks walking around. What I liked the most is you didn't know if you get, like, some hot-looking new thing or you'd get a gal that had a scar. You really had no idea. There'd be chubby chasers. There'd be milfs. There'd be hot chicks. There'd be uh, Latinas. There'd be East Indian. They had the the... Uh, I dream of Jeannie, the Middle Eastern gal with the Middle Eastern getup and all that. Even like it was, it was all over the place. That's why I liked about it. So you just, you didn't know what was in store uh, when you went in. Uh, <clears throat> but otherwise, yeah, I haven't. Has been, I don't know. I just, I don't think there's that many good strip clubs out here. They got the King of Diamonds. Sheiks is the really pricey one downtown where you're supposed to expect to spend a thousand bucks in a night. I was like, yeah, no. I'll bet Dick's Cabaret is still there. Like downtown Minneapolis. Should be. When I was working, like a long time ago, 2006, when I was in Minneapolis for work, that's where the co-worker I was with wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So I get you Rick's Cabaret or Dick's Cabaret? Oh, it might be Rick's. Uh, it Cab- was either Rick's, Rick's or Dick's. Rick's it's Cabaret. Rick's. It's yep. Rick's, yeah. No, number one strip club. Ooh, doesn't have a lot of good reviews, only 2.7. <laughs> All right, let me try Sheik's. Sheik's may not be open. Sheik's, Minneapolis, night gentlemen's club. <clears throat> Downtown Cabaret. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's in the same spot. Recognize the building. Um, God, there's, there's like a handful of them opening up downtown right before downtown hit the shit bed. <laughs> uh, but, oh, I think one was called Choice. Let's look up Choice. Choice. Yeah, Choice <laughs> strip club closed. Oh, that's that's mm-hmm. no wait. Oh, yeah, they just haven't up, so that's closed. Yeah, I will not be taking you gentlemen to strip clubs when we come here. It's going to be a a waste of time. I mean, strip even Sebastian Joe's. What's that? I just think strip clubs are kind of stupid. You get teased and then you pay money to right to get teased I, I just, again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like going to a restaurant and paying just to look at the food and not eat yeah. it. <laughs> Aaron, get a cash up so YouTube don't get a cut. I Cash app, I think is what he's saying. Oh, yeah. cash app? Is that do I plug that into YouTube or something? Um, so I have it on my phone. It's basically an alternative to like uh Venmo and Quick Pay. Um Okay, yeah, but does it does it streamline into here because people tune into the show? And to get their stuff read, they make a donation. I don't think it would. Yeah, I don't think it's. it's, it's, I uh, could be wrong, but I don't think so. No. Uh, Murray Saucedo. Who wins? Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder? I don't know who these people are. I don't follow. Is it UFC? Yeah, I don't. 
Atham, do those guys look at all familiar to you? You follow the... No. No. Tyson Baldoni would know. I don't know who those people oh, are. Oh, he will know, yeah. I'll no. say Tyson Fury because I've actually heard of him. Um, Juan Cabrera. Doesn't matter who the president is. I still have to put my put my boots on and go to work. Liberals can't understand that. They're triggered when I say that. They actually believe there's a place where you don't have to put your boots on and go to work. Huh. Which then makes me wonder, what do you do? Like, we collect a check from the government. <clears throat> yeah, but what's your day? What's the average day like of a welfare recipient? That has got to be so fucking boring. Watching, you know, Days of Our Lives is still yeah. around. Um, Wouldn't you put a bullet in your head after a while? Yeah. I mean, how long could you do that for? You know, I have an off season, and while I like, you know, free time, I, it gets very uncomfortable for me when I haven't done something for a week. I'm like, yeah. Mm. Uh, Aaron, get a cash app. So you two, a cash app. All right. Yeah, cash, cash app. app. I'll, I'll see if I can put that in there. Um, all right. That's that's all we got. Oh, no. There's another one for Dre down here. Dre. You should let me on your show sometime. Hashtag diversity. Well, what the fuck is Atham? <laughs> what is yeah. he? Fucking Sven McSvendenson? What? He's not from Helsinki. I don't know where he's from. We just picked him up a long way, like a bad case of the cold or something. But I... God, how much diversity do we want? I got, I got Mary Jo in here. We get the female and the Latina thing at the same time. And I identify as a transgender lesbian. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> all right, that's it. Let's get our work done uh, because it's almost on that two-hour time. Thanks yeah, for being on the show, right. gentlemen. Uh, yep. Chad, tell everybody where they can find you. So uh, my website is elkincpa.com, and uh, there's a couple Amazon books that my dad and I, we write a tax guide every year. It's called the Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide. Good. Find that on Amazon. And then if you'd like to help out the show, go to olderbrother.com slash donate. There's links there, PayPal, Patreon, of which you get something, you get access to behind-the-scenes stuff. And then the Amazon affiliate banner, that's the best thing. If you want to help out, it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just do all your online shopping there. And guess what I get to do, gentlemen? Um, what do you get to do? I get now? to do taxes. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. Ooh, yeah. I get to, you know, what's funny is I have to do the exact same thing. when we. Wow. Go that's cool. And Adam gets myself. to do homework. Yep. Look at this. It's just so, yeah. God almighty. I can't wait till retired. All right. Adam, take us out correctly. Toodles. <laughs>